Hi, this is Phil DeVella, and you're listening to Flashcast by PDB. And um, just on the way back from uh, dropping friends off at the airport and um, in the beautiful place of Queenstown, which we love to visit, me and my family. So being here over the holiday period, and we've had three different groups of friends come and stay with us. And have to say, it's something that we um, love and adore as a family is to have our friends come and stay. So today's topic is all about why it's important to have good friends in your life. As um, Jim Collins talks about, you're the sum of the five people that you have around you. And of course, as I say, that we have a personal, professional and um, family areas of our life. So it's not just five people that will always obviously tick all of those boxes or one of them. It's um, around having the right uh, professional people around you. It's about having the right personal um, friends around you. And obviously, family friends as well are important. So I, um, I certainly use the three categories to ensure that I look at who I've got in my life. And some people call it your tribe. Some people call it, you know, friendship, whatever it is. But the importance of it, obviously, there's many um, scientific reasons and, and feel-good reasons. You know, it's been proven that uh, friendship can extend life expectancy um, and lower chance of heart disease. You'll hear stuff like this all the time. But um, let me tell you a bit about um, how I go about it. Um, of course, um, myself, like anybody else, have uh, not always gotten it right. And there's been times that uh, you have people in your life that you think are friends and um, something happens and they don't. And um, on reflection, uh, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this recording is because I often get asked about the people that I've got in my life and who we've got around us. But let me just say that what I've found so far is that the common word is values, um, is that the people that you have in your life at a certain time will always depend on the values. Um, and when your values align, then it's great. You've got the right people around you. You get along, you, you know, you get on well. And sometimes those values are around family. Sometimes those values are around hard work, um, you know, but obviously common values to me are authenticity, their trust, their loyalty. Um, something that I've, um, over the years, have had some great experiences in and positive experiences and um, especially of late, some negative experiences. And you know what? I've made a promise to myself that um, I'll make the negative make me stronger. Um, I won't let the negative experiences tear me down. Um, a simple check, a simple uh, pause, regather, regroup, and then move forward. But I, it's a great time to reflect on what makes friends important, and it keeps coming back to that word values. Um, and again, what I actually value in people is authenticity. I value people doing, taking the position of what can I do for you rather than what can I take from you. And that's something that um, if I have to dissect it down is, is something when I've had a negative experience over the years with people when, you know, we all evolve and we all grow out of friendships and we move on. Um, and I like to um, deal with that in a certain way, which I'll, I'll address later um, because I don't like arguing. But, um, you know, the, the concept that I really want to talk about here is around the values um, and ensuring that when you've got the right people around you, it's what you can do for each other rather than what you can take from each other. And if I sat down and mapped out the people that I get on best with, um, including the friends I've just dropped off at the airport, is that constantly, if we have any arguments, the argument is actually about what can we do for each other. So we're arguing around who's going to pay the bill. We're, going to, we're arguing about who's going to stand up while someone else sits down. We're arguing over who's going to cook the meal or wash the dishes. Or It's always an, an arguing, so to speak, you know, as a common phrase, about what we can do for each other, not what we can take from each other. So point number one of this flashcast is to really sit down and, and ask yourself, do the friends around you, whether it's professional work or personal, 
adopt the position of what can I do for you rather than what I can take from you. So that's the first section that I wanted to cover. The next section I wanted to cover around friendship revolves around affectionate detachment. Now, we all go through experiences in life, and as I said, good, bad, ugly, positive, but they're all experiences and they're all learning. They're all opportunities for us to get better, smarter, wiser, and get better at what we do. And let the negatives help you become better at what you do rather than change who you are in a, in a, in a negative way. But the concept that I talk about that comes from the whole Swami um, concept of affectionate detachment is rather than break away from people, rather than move away from somebody in an angry, hurtful, despiteful, um, unpleasant manner. The terminology is about affectionate detachment, detaching affectionately from people. And when I look back at using my parents as an example, is that I don't want to see myself getting torn up inside by arguing with people. I, I actually don't like arguing. I don't like negativity. Um, I've had plenty of it over the years, as you do in business and friendship, all the rest of it. However, they're never experiences that I've enjoyed. Now, some people thrive on it. I don't. But something that's really helped me over the years after doing a Swami course is the art of affection's detachment. It's about sitting down and saying, how can I nicely detach from this person or from this even this situation so that it's not going to destroy me inside? It's got to make me a better person, not a worse person. So whilst part one is, do I have the right people around me? Do I have the people that have the mindset of what can I do for you rather than what can I take from you? The moment that you discover that you don't, then part two of the flashcast and part two of the message in it is learn the art of affectionate detachment, detaching affectionately, which often means understanding the why these people are not right for you and then moving away slowly and in a polite way, understanding that there's no reason to argue or feel ugly or make it terrible, but to move away in a very polite manner that helps you and might possibly help the other party detach from each other. Now, again, as I always say, these are my opinions and my thoughts and my experiences. Um, they're not always going to be right and they're not always going to suit everybody and that's okay. But for me, uh, relationships are important. To me, everything's about people. And it's something that often comes up and is always going to happen is that today we get on with people, tomorrow we won't. Today we're close to people, tomorrow we won't be. Friendship evolves just like life evolves, business evolves. But the two things that have really helped me come to grips with things, and I keep saying, is one, does this person right now want the best for me? Does this person contribute to my life and share my values? Do they Are they in a position of a mindset of what they can do for me or rather what they can take from me? And then part two is if this person isn't in that position, how can I affectionately detach without there being any arguments or hurtful feelings um, or damaging feelings to myself and to the other party? Again, not an easy topic to tackle, uh, something that um, – hopefully will help many people and of course as usual i uh, would love feedback on it but um, until next time you've been listening to phil de bella and this is flashcast by pdb (laughs) 